Have no fear, fantasy heads. The dynamic hockey duo is here for a little special Tuesday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And we have a lot of exciting news to get to, including some details about our second annual listener fantasy hockey league. Make sure you tune in, tap in for that. David Krejci, Alexis Lafreniere, and a little bit of everything in between. Thank you for joining us. Let's get this paper. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back inside the lab, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us for the Tuesday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, and thank you for making us your first listen every single day, even throughout these off-season slow days. The summer has been a bit grueling steel, but I am more than fired up for what is to come. We got rookie camps opening up. We got training camps just around the corner, and that means we got fantasy hockey drafts almost on our doorstep. So we're getting real serious on today's episode. And honestly, Steele, last year we were lucky enough to do this listener league. So we want to talk about our second rendition of this listener league. We got a couple of details to drop. We'll get there very quickly off the top of the show. And Alexis Lafreniere making a little bit of noise over the past couple of days, Steele. I saw he says the contract with the Rangers is coming soon. We're going to talk about that and his fantasy value, a little Rangers news and David Krejci, one of the classier acts over the number of years. Now, that's two class acts and effective fantasy pieces the Bruins have lost. What does that mean for the success of their team and the fantasy success of yours? Like I said, thank you for joining us. It's a little special episode on Tuesday. We are Monday, Wednesday, Friday still for the rest of August. Steele, I'm going to stop now. Over to you. Listener League. I know I had a really rough go. You did a lot better. <laughs> But I'm hyped to start promoing this and sharing what we should be, hopefully, an even bigger, better version of this league this time around. Yeah, obviously, super excited to uh, have the hockey season right around the corner, fantasy hockey season right around the corner as well. So both of us over here on the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast could not be more excited. We had so many people DM us last year while we were starting this for the first year. A continuous uh, connections mm -hmm. as well as comments and DMs throughout Twitter and on YouTube as well, yeah. looking for the second year. So very excited about how we might have potentially even more uh, people wanting to join this year. And again, like mm -hmm. Flip, Flip's going to be uh, letting you guys all know the details uh, yep. very, very soon. But again, um, super excited to be having this fantasy hockey league back with our listeners out there being able to play against you, play against you guys head to head and uh, just really enjoy the fantasy hockey culture and atmosphere that we get to have with our listeners out there. I think my favorite thing about it is steel is we come on here and we give endless amount of takes, predictions, previews, uh, what we think is going to happen, what we would do with our fantasy teams. And it's a really cool opportunity for you guys to see exactly what we're up to, how we navigate a draft, how we handle a year. Again, me not handling it as well as Steele last year. <laughs> we It was along with Steele and I, there were 10 other GMs for a total of 12. So that's the number one point I wanted to get off the chest here is I think we want to make it even bigger. I'm thinking we bump this bad boy out, steal to 16 teams. We'll gauge the interest of that. So we're going to be putting up a number of polls 
over the next couple of days and even into next week, gauging your interest and what you want to see in this league. So make sure you head over to Twitter and give us a follow, locked on underscore NHL or fantasy NHL. You, you punch in fantasy hockey on Twitter or X or whatever it is, you're going to find us. So go over there and follow. The other thing is, Steel, to be eligible for this league you got to drop us comment you got to follow you got to subscribe and make sure you leave us that five-star review over on whatever platform you listen to us spotify apple or whatever again now i got one more for you steel don't i know we went over some things you think i'm gonna forget the last thing is is if there is enough interest steel and i are happy to split this bad boy up we got a little bit of a you know of a busy schedule but fantasy hockey is what we love so if we want to do two leagues and there's enough interest. We're happy to do that. Also, shout out to last year's members. 10 GMs, Banger Fourth Line Beauties, the Golden Girls, Fire Pandas, Win Unlimited, Whiskey Deeks, Getting Pucks in Deep, Tim Demko's, Gotta Play the Game, Locomotive 2.0, that's steel, Salary Arbitration. The top two finishes last year, the real names being Brock and Perry. They are automatically re-entered. If you're listening, Brock and Perry, you're automatically back in for next season. Much love for following. And lastly, Steele, I am just grateful that we're able to do this with our listeners. This is fun. I'm excited for next season. And I'll just want to leave it at this because I got the results of last year's draft open. And you and I <laughs> broke down every single yeah. round from six down to two. So if you want to see a little draft rewind and see how last year's draft rounds went, try and get a leg up on Steel and I, like, subscribe, and head back to the channel and you'll see it all. But 12th overall, I'll head it back down to when we have UC Soros, then Andre Vasilevsky, Nikita Kucherov, Jacob, Jacob Markstrom, ouch, Kale McCarr, <laughs> Nathan McKinnon, Igor Shosturkin, your boy Kirill the Thrill Kaprizov, and the top four, Leon Dreisaitl, Austin Matthews, Alex Ovechkin, and number one, Connor McDavid. I'm just excited to do this again, Steele. Very excited. Yeah, this is our second year doing this with our listeners out there. And again, if there's more interest, we love to have everybody, as many people as we can in this listener mm -hmm. league. And just, again, only our second year doing this, but there's so many ideas and so many things that we want to add on to this uh, and continue to grow this uh, this this atmosphere and this uh you know this community that we've started to build over the last yes, year and a half two years so couldn't be more excited and of course battling going head to head with my boy over there Flip Livingstone is always one back. of the exciting parts of the hockey uh, <laughs> listener league as well so yeah you might need to bounce back a little bit oh, but I, I know you I know you can I know you <laughs> can so I'm I'm gonna make sure that I'm bouncing back even more so I'm staying okay. above you because I know okay. what you're gonna bring this year. I appreciate that. And we are going to get to the details on today's show that are going to help you do that. David Krejci, the fantasy fallout of his retirement. Alexis Lafreniere yep. should be signing a deal. What's going on with the Rangers lineup? Where does Lafreniere slot in? Are you drafting him, Steele? I'm going to ask you a little bit about Lafreniere. After the break, I just also want to say this, Steele. We're grateful for, for being able to do this with our listeners. Make sure you continue to smash that subscribe button all across the channels you listen to. That's how we'll see you out there. And maybe we'll just randomly fire off a couple of tweets at you. So you jump in this league along with us. We'll be doing it. And on today's episode, it is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. 
Football season is about to kick off and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you get bonus bets back every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl and you get bonus bets for every victory. You can use your bonus bets on the spreads, the player props, the over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your favorite team from all four major sports leagues, including the NCAA, your team every single day. And Flip, again, Mm -hmm. couldn't be more thankful to be back on team. I I had a great time in in BC out there on the West Coast. But yes. can't be more thankful now that I'm back in Ontario. I've got oh, my fan duel, my fan yes. duel going up and ready. Football season is upon us, as well as of course, we're a year, mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're a month away. Mm-hmm. We're a month away, month mm-hmm. and a half away from the hockey season. We couldn't be yes. more excited. Yes, uh, some unexciting news, I guess, or some yeah. some sad news for the Boston Bruins and their fans. Expected out there. news as well. Expected, it was expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Krejci finally announces his retirement from the National Hockey League. 16 seasons in the NHL with the Boston Bruins every single year, of course. And uh, right there alongside Patrice Bergeron over those those years. They've won Stanley Cup together. Uh, They go out Mm -hmm. together at the same time now officially. But what does this mean? Yeah. For the Boston Bruins, as well as some as their as some as their fantasy pieces, because mm-hmm. when I look at this team now, and again, I'm not afraid to say this at this point. <laughs> you and I, you and I, we were one year too early on fading the Bruins. One mm-hmm. year, and we were drastically wrong. Drastically yeah, we were wrong. wrong last year. Yeah. But I'm gonna say it again. I don't think they'll make the playoffs with this team. Um and, and this is why David, you know, Bert, uh, Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, Taylor Hall, Connor Clifton, Nick Felino, mm-hmm. all gone. Yeah. They also couldn't keep Dmitry Orlov, Tyler Bertuzzi, or Garnett Hathaway, right? P- players that they traded for. And obviously, mm-hmm. we have a ton of love for David Pasternak. Of course. We have a ton of love fantasy wise for Brad Marchand. Uh, Thank you for clarifying players. that yeah. as fantasy wise. Fantasy wise, we have you. a ton of love for him. Uh, Jake DeBrusque has looked good last year as well yep. when he was healthy. Loves me Other some Jake that, DeBrusque. JVR on the top line scares me. Pavel Zaka as the number one centerman scares mm. me. When you look at those number one centermen in the Atlantic Division, yeah, good point. We did, you know, we did appreciate Tre- uh, Morgan Geeky yes. uh, and what he could bring as a third line center. Yeah, but just the forward group has gotten worse. Clearly. The defensive group has gotten a little bit worse as well. They add Kevin Shattenkirk, and I think he's a little bit of a liability back there. Oh, he's and a we've also we've also been fading Jeremy Swayman and Linus Allmark in fantasy, of course. But fantasy, yeah. Wh- where are you at with this Bruins team? Because clearly, mm-hmm. the Atlantic Division has gone a lot better with Buffalo, Ottawa, and Detroit now. That's just where it. does this put Boston? So here's, thank you. You've made two really good points about the Atlantic division. And when I look at the additions that they brought in, JVR, Milan Lucic, uh, Kevin Shattenkirk, and Morgan Geeky, those are the four main ones, I think. I might be missing one or two. I'm thinking this team just got a whole lot slower and a whole lot older. 
And the rest of the teams around them, when you mention those bubble teams that are going to be making some noise and taking up some of those spots in that Atlantic division, the Buffalo Sabres, the Detroit Red Wings, and the Ottawa Senators, those teams are pretty speedy. We know the Ottawa Senators are going to be a run-and-gun offensive team. We know the Buffalo Sabres were a top-five offensive team. I think there's going to be way too much pressure on this back end, a back end that includes also Derek Forbort, and Hampus Lindholm, and I know Hampus Lindholm is a very sound defenseman. Yeah. These are not exactly spring chickens anymore, Steele. <laughs> this is a young man's game, and I know the Toronto Maple Leafs have a pretty aged blue line core as well and put up a very good performance last year. And I'm not saying it's impossible. There's just too many of these things and these caveats lining up against the Boston Bruins. And right now we're focused on the standings. I'm not saying that there's not still some fantasy pieces because you mentioned them already. And I'm definitely taking a shot on Morgan Geeky in the keeper dynasty realm or as like my last pick in the draft in just a regular year to year league. Because I think Morgan Geeky might get a good shot to be a top six center. Actually, he is going to get a shot to be a top six center. Charlie McAvoy, if healthy, I'm still willing to draft, most definitely. And Jeremy Swayman and Linus Allmark, if you take them in the right spot, are still going to be valuable. I just think there's way too many teams in that East deal that are better than them. And we haven't even mentioned the Metro yet. Exactly, exactly. That Eastern Conference is legit, especially at the Atlantic Division with Buffalo, Ottawa, and Detroit continuously getting better every single season. Yep. You're right. You know, obviously Bergeron and David Krejci were up there in age. They were both 37 years old. Yeah. But they, they again, you said it. They did not get younger. They still remain the same or potentially even older, bringing in those those other veterans across the league. Yep. Um, so I, I get it. You know, Boston was the top dog last year in the regular season. Got yeah, credit due to round. a very special season. Credit we're not trying to, to hate yeah. on that. Incredible we were wrong. Season we're clear. For the we're Bruins. moving on, though. Exactly. We're moving yeah. on, but I'm also going back to what I said. Thank you. They're not making the playoffs. They're not yeah, making the no, playoffs this year. I just you. don't think it's, I just don't think it's in them, even though David Pasternak is a top five pick. In my opinion, he's still a top five. He, oh pick my goodness. Yeah, no, yeah. David Pasternak is worth the price of admission. And, you know, maybe we're wrong again and there they get in there, but they're going to be having to deal with the Florida Panthers, the New York Islanders, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Washington yep. Capitals as well. Plus all those other teams that we just mentioned. Look, Toronto and Tampa Bay are not shoe-ins to make it into the top three spots in the Atlantic, but the betting odds and, you know, common sense would say that those are two of the top three teams. And then it's just going to be an absolute bloodbath for the rest. And, (laughs) you know, look, I've been clear about my predictions for, I think the Leafs are going to be in tough too. This is just one of those things that happens when there's just so many good teams around. And I wanted to just mention quickly, Steele, David Krejci, a pillar of consistency, you know, 50 plus point seasons. He was Mr. Yeah. 50 to 60 point man. Was he going to be a draftable piece this year? If he did return, I think probably right at the end of your draft, given he was probably going to be the top line center in Buffalo or in Boston yeah. if he came back. But let me just say this Colorado Avalanche are Stanley Cup betting favorites at plus 850 on FanDuel. Then you have the Carolina Hurricanes at plus 950. And then you have the New Jersey Devils at plus 1100, along with the Toronto Maple Leafs and Edmonton Oilers. And then after that, the Boston Bruins are right there with the Vegas Golden Knights and Tampa Bay Lightning. And I don't understand this. I Yeah, yeah, I don't understand this because let me, how about this deal? The Boston Bruins are favored ahead of 
the Pittsburgh Penguins, New York Rangers, Minnesota Wild, LA Kings, and Florida Panthers. And I don't know if I fully am here for this take, but this is just one of those things that when you come off the heater that they had last year, they can't be fully counted out, but I'm ready to count them out. I am with you. We're both ready. Again, years of misery. Yes. We are not going to go down that path. We're not going to go down that path. We are going to move forward. Thank you. Thank you so much for making the, the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. We appreciate all that love and support out there. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Last segment before we wrap all of this up, Alexi Lafreniere still looking for his contract. He is an RFA with the New York Rangers, 21-year-old first overall pick back in the 2019, 2019, I believe. I got it right here. 2020, 2020. First round, first overall pick in the 2020 draft, RFA looking for his next contract. Yeah. Flip, A, what do you think Alexi Lafreniere deserves? And B, Mm. where do you think his fantasy value lies? Is he a draftable Mm. fantasy asset for your team? To answer your first question, I think he's going to get kind of like a little mini, like two year deal, maybe a one year deal, just because that's what's been going on in the NHL. Those little prove me in betweens while the salary cap ceiling goes up next season. So I think they might just throw him a one year deal, but I would be worried about it. I think he's still bringing a ton of value, is what I was going to try and mm-hmm. get at. So if you get him under for two years at even cheaper, and instead of throwing him one year and then he goes off and then you really have to pay him, I would want to be the Rangers front office and get him under at like, get him a two year deal at like maybe two, two and a half steal per year, maybe two million, you know what I'm saying? Two year, $4 million deal for Lafreniere because he still has the caliber of a first overall draft pick. He had 40 points last year, penalty minutes, shots on net. He was bringing the body as well. 141 hits, 28 block shots. And what I think, what I really wanted to say was, and it's tied right to his fantasy value. And that question you had is he is starting to find his confidence And we know that that was rattled because he was playing on a very balanced and deep forward group in New York. And I think he's going to get a really good opportunity this year to also, they bring in Blake Wheeler. They're a balanced veteran group. I think he has a stepping out year. So I think he is a draftable player still, but again, it's the makeup of your league. Is it a banger league? Because obviously then that's the caveat. If it's a banger league, he's draftable for sure. I, I agree with that. He is definitely a draftable player. Uh, I'll start start off with the contract uh, uh, and what yeah. I believe he should get. Um, I, I'm going to connect this or relate this to what Alex Newhook just signed for, with the Montreal Canadiens. Okay. okay, he's making 2.9 over the next three years, or 2.9 okay. each year over the next three years. Yeah, yeah. And I think Alexi Lafreniere has a little bit more upside. Ooh. right now they're both okay. old. Uh, soon to be twenty. Or Alexi Lafreniere soon to be 22. So both 22 years old. Um. And yeah. again, over the last three years, both of them are averaging the first two seasons. They were averaging just under 14 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, year got bumped up to 15, just over 15 last year, but he was in a very sticky situation with the New York Rangers. I don't think he was utilized right. as properly as he should have been, but it's yeah. also, he's a left winger and you're not going to put him there instead of Chris Kreider. You're not going to put him on the second line instead of Artemi Panarin. So he's playing third line yep. left wing minutes right now. I think he will get a little bit more opportunity with Peter Laviolette, mm. um, a little bit more ice time. 
obviously, like you said, the banger league beauty in him uh, pops mm-hmm. out tremendously. Mm-hmm. His hits continuously go up. His shots are going up. But I think he's right there with Alex Newhook contract-wise. Okay. I think okay. somewhere somewhere between 2.7 and 3.2 is where I would have him at. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. You know, maybe Alex Newhook's getting a little bit overpaid. This is so what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, maybe Alex Newhook's getting a little overpaid. So, yeah, maybe he's somewhere between 2.5 and 2.9. Yeah. That's where yeah. I would feel comfortable. I like Again, it. two years, three years for, for Alexi Lafreniere. Mm. And fantasy-wise, he was a guy that I went back to. I didn't draft him, but yeah. a guy that I went back to quite frequently uh, on the waiver wire and mm. in checking out the New York Rangers schedule, how he was playing at the time. Yeah. And he did – he did turn out to be, you know, good at times in the season, mm-hmm. but yeah, if you know, he, he was definitely a last round, second last round draft pick last year. I think you could probably get him in the 17th, 17th, 18th round and feel comfortable that he's going to start continuing his development and continue to progress in a, in a positive way. Two things that I have to say right away. He's one of those guys that I keep mentioning Take a shot on a young player with more to prove at the end of your draft when your team is basically full and you're filling in those reserve spots. Take a risk on players like this instead of guys with name or tenure or a little bit more accolade and flash. This is where you can dominate. And second, the value for me, and this is where it's tied to where you draft him as well is, and you can keep an eye on it once spring uh, camp start opening up in a few weeks is his deployment on that second power play unit. Yeah. If he is able to get some looks on that second power play unit, which I believe he did last year, he had three power play goals. I think then he even goes a little higher because 15 minutes of ice time last year, that was up from the 13, almost 14 the year before. That's where it's also key. So power play time, overall ice time, those start to happen. And, you know, keep an eye on it in training camp. Keep a tap to the pod because we'll break it all down for you. All of those little notes, injuries, and what have you that will impact your draft. Those will be, I think, where to gauge Mr. Alexi Lafreniere. Yes, sir. 22, soon to be 22-year-old. Hey! Uh, former first round, first overall Happy pick. Birthday. Continuing, trying to figure out that contract with the New York Rangers. Very excited to see what he does this upcoming season and very excited for the season just to get going again. Mm -hmm. We are hockey nerds over here, Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We appreciate all that support and love you show us every single day. So thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen. Again, we kind of screwed up this weekend. That was my bad. Hand up my bad. We weren't able to get one out on Monday, but (laughs) tune in Monday, Wednesday, Friday three episodes per week until September comes around. That's when we're back to five episodes per week, maybe even a sixth every once in a while on a Saturday for those weekend heaters. Thank you so much again for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your summer bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.